It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm your host, Becca, here with my guys, Daryl and Diolante. We've covered a lot in this podcast, but I think we should summarize how we feel about the Wizards' playoff chances. It's safe for us to kind of say we're all in agreement here that if the Wizards make the playoffs, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's a great for this team to overcome everything they've had to deal with this season with Wall being out, Dwight being out. But it's not really going to benefit them in the long run. Although it is impressive to see them try now that they've won three games in a row and they've managed to get those wins. Like, they truly are dedicated. They've never tanked or they've never attempted to tank. What are the odds of making the playoffs for them right now? Like, what does it look like to you guys? That is a great question. I mean, the odds are good. They've still got plenty of games against teams that they have to beat in front of them. They've still got a game against Charlotte, which comes up on Friday. Um, they got Chicago next week. They got two games against Chicago coming up. They've got a game against Miami coming up. So they've got time to take some games away from these teams. But there's two parts to this question. What are the odds are they're good? But the two questions you got to ask, can they make the playoffs? And a better question, should they? Right. Those have been the two questions that we've all been kind of um, – discussing amongst ourselves, the media, these Mm -hmm. past few weeks. Yeah, um, you have the Wizards fan base who I wouldn't even say is split. I feel like it's more towards the Wizards shouldn't make the playoff side. And it should be tank season. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and, and my definition of tank isn't purposely losing games. I mean, you can't tell NBA players who's been competitive their whole life. You can't tell to, any. You can't yeah, tell any athlete yeah, to, to do just, that because people say, "Oh, know, they should tank. They should tank." Nobody's I mean, going to try to intentionally yeah, lose when, basketball. When you right. say when you say tank, you mean like play Bradley Bill less minutes, so he's not top five in minutes. You know, even though Scott Brooks says he's fine and he's well conditioned, that's fine. But you know, people want that time given to Troy Brown and mm-hmm. the younger guys and some guys from the Go Go. You can call up like Devin Robinson people want to see and that's when people say like when they mean tank well when I mean it when I say tank I'm not talking about go tell your players to lose games that's not what you do but just give younger guys an opportunity to develop and 
me personally, I'm on the side of the, I would prefer the Wizards not to make the playoffs mm-hmm. just for the future of the team and the betterment of the team in the future. Because, yes, it's nice to get, you know, in the playoff game, but we've seen in a fully healthy Buck squad, like, twice in, in those two games. We, I do not want to face they them. The no. I do not want to be here for, for that sort of playoff atmosphere. I would be terrified. I mean, the Bucks are 51-17, and 17 and... Sure, we beat them without Giannis on the squad, but when Giannis came back, I mean, they ran all over the team. So that's very scary to me. I think I was, I believe I was at that Milwaukee game on the second when they were fully healthy, and they just ran I over was too. the it was, Wizards. It was very was scary. <laughs> not pretty. So the, the problem with the Wizards right now is, at best, they're going to make the eighth seed, mm-hmm. which means you're going to go against the Bucks as it stands right now, number one team. In the Eastern Conference, probably a finals hopeful, maybe an NBA finals winner, mm-hmm. depending on how you look at how Golden State is playing right now. If you have Golden State going in there, which right now I do not, the way they've been playing, that team's going to run this one out the gym. They've got Giannis, which this team can't handle. They've got a great bench. As Del- Delonte said, we were talking earlier, he was they're a well-coached team. They've got good shooters, which the Wizards lack. They play great defense. The Wizards... So-so on defense. We saw that in the third quarter today. They are the antithesis of what the Wizards are right now. Do you really want to play hard, risk everything, just to make the playoffs, just to high and buy it? Like, if I make the playoffs, I want to go a deep run. I'm going to at least get to the Eastern Conference Finals with this team for once. And if we're just going to do a quick cup of coffee in the playoffs, just so you know the players can get some uh, playoff bonuses, I don't want to do it. I really don't. I feel like the fan base feels like that is just typical Wizards. Mm-hmm. You know, being good enough just to make the AFC mm-hmm. in a bad conference, the lower tier, because the Eastern Conference is top-heavy. After the first three or four teams, you kind of drop down to the lower-quality teams. So it's not really saying much to make the playoffs, especially the last seed in the lesser of the two conferences. Right. That's not saying much. And last year, the Wizards fell to the AFC and lost the six games to the Toronto Raptors. So another first-round loss, this time in a sweep, is not showing that your team is improving or getting better. It shows that your team has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's injuries, but you have to give the fan base some kind of hope. And making the AFC will make some fans happy, but a lot of fans will look at it as, you know, oh, Wizards are doing the bare minimum once again. So I think they should... I, it sounds bad to say I don't want them to make the playoffs because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the team and I like when my team wins. But for the future and just to bring some kind of excitement to the fan base by having a top pick, I would like for them to focus on the draft. And they, and they need some help in the draft. There's some mm-hmm. good players coming out. Great they players. Would, they Not would just up- Zion. There's other players, guys. <laughs> I'd be okay with R.J. Barrett coming here. Me too. <laughs> I would, t- I would take him in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, R.J. Cam Reddish, but, I mean, who knows if they'll fall down. I highly doubt they'll fall down to, like, seven or something like that, or the Wizards luck up with the percentages and can get a higher spot than anticipated. But I highly doubt that. But you still have some good players coming out. Mm-hmm. You never know. And just to be clear, we're not saying the team should tank. All we're saying is that if the team doesn't make the playoffs, we're not going to be that we're upset not about sweat it. it. Yeah. 
Agreed. And I don't think the fan base would. I would like to see them. I'm kind of torn because I want to see them succeed. I want to see them, you know, at least show, hey, we've been through the ringer this season, but we can still get to that level where we qualified to be in the playoffs. But on the other hand, I don't feel like any productivity will come out of the playoffs. So that's that's how I look at it. And it's another thing for the fan base. We, we all know how they feel about the GM mm-hmm. here, Ernie Grunfeld. Mm-hmm. A lot of fans think that if they don't make the playoffs, this might be the time where they finally decide to move on from him and go in another direction GM-wise. So if you're in that camp, you definitely don't want them to make the playoffs. In fact, you probably want them to go on like a six, seven game losing streak, <laughs> have them slide down even further behind the Bucks, behind the Bulls, down that 13th position to make right. it so untenable that uh, Ernie has to go. So if you're from that side, you'd want them to start losing and keep losing. Mm-hmm. So that's another way to look at it. But th- th- there's a lot of facts. And it's strange that we're talking about the positives of a team not making the playoffs. But when you're here with the Wizards the way they are, with John being hurt and going to be out for the first half, Dwight not playing a lot, he being hurt right now as well. All they the traded, trades that we've yeah. gone through. Right, they traded Porter, traded... Um, uh, uh, Kelly Thank you. Trading Jason, Oubre, Jason trading Smith. Porter, getting rid of Smith, trading Austin Rivers. Markeith you know, Morris. That trade is... What, I mean... Look at this team. Like, if, would you ever guess that this would be our roster at the beginning of the season? It's just no. wild. Yeah, and it's a lot of, you know, injuries are a part of basketball. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But um, in regards, going back to the, the Wizards, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen the arena today at the game. Mm-hmm. It was freezing in there. It was a yes, lot was. of empty seats. You know, and that just shows that. The fans aren't really invested. invested in this team and what they got going on. And they haven't been invested in a while. Yeah, you uh, a team like the Celtics or somebody else comes in here, it feels like a road game. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been like that for a little while now. And that's why I'm saying making the eighth seed is not going to improve that. It's not going to put butts in the seats. No. And, you know? And, you know, with Boston, I, I was here for a Boston home game, and it felt like TD Garden South. But the thing is, you know, that's Boston. There's a lot of people that live down here mm-hmm. that are from up north in the New England area, and that team is extremely popular. We know what they did historically. So, of course, there's a lot of Boston fans. I know Beck and Brian were here on Monday, and they said this place was full of Sacramento Kings fans. Kings fans. I forgot. Out of all, out of all teams, you know. And, and the problem with this city, it's a transit city. So that's already, you know, the odds are already against this team. But... Mm-hmm. This place is empty and it's dead. When you have, when you're getting out cheered by Kings fans or outfilling your stadium by Kings fans, it's an issue. You know you have a problem. Wizards fans, I need you guys to step up. Tickets are six bucks right now on StubHub. I checked, so if y'all want to go to a Wizards game, now would be the time to do it. I mean, the only way that's going to help, the only way that's really going to fill the seats is if they start winning. Winning yeah. cures a lot of things. Just ask DC United right now. Yeah, and ask the cats. You know, yes. yeah, and it's hard to put that all on the fans because the front office has to give the fans a reason to a want reason to come out to, to show game, up, I've even if agreed. it's six dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, the front office has to time. give them a reason to want to come out and come support the team. They have to put a good team in front of them and put a good product in front of them to make them want to. Oh, let me go out and watch the Wizards game in person. Instead of just going on Bleach Report and looking at the score updates here mm. and there. It's just embarrassing. You know? It really is. And 
to give an example, give a perfect example, the other team that shares this building, the Capitals, yeah. they were dreadful before Alex Ovechkin got here. Mm-hmm. Then Alex came in and gave this team some hope. They went to the Rock the Red era, and they were making the playoffs, winning President's Trophies. Now, they weren't getting to the Cup, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but the fans stayed with it, even though there was a lot of discontent in Capitals land. And then finally, finally last year, they broke through, and we were all at that parade, and mm-hmm. we saw we've got to witness what happens when a team. Yes, they struggle. Yes, they were the worst team in the league. Well, we see what happens when a team is built well. So we know Ted Leonsis knows how to do it. He built it with the other team that's in here. He's just got to learn it with the basketball side because we know mm-hmm. hockey and basketball two different sports, two different philosophies on how to put a roster together. He's just got to get somebody in here that knows how to develop a modern basketball squad. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what will rejuvenize this, rejuvenate this fan base, and that's if a new GM is put in place and he gives us a vision and you know puts in a plan of what he wants to do. It'll be refreshing to fans because it's something new. You know they've had the you know same GM for twelve plus years now, and nothing's come about. And no Eastern Conference Finals, no nothing. So just bringing a new voice in here just to, you know, say, this is what I got in play. This is what we're going to do. We're going to return to relevancy, mm-hmm. you know, and that'll just rejuvenate the fan base in general. I can tell you that a lot of Wizards fans will be happy. I mean, Danny Ainge up in Boston and Ernie Grunfeld came in around the same time. Yeah. In the same time, the Wizards have struggled in mediocrity. The Celtics have won a title. Been bad and become an upper echelon team in the Eastern Conference again. So we know it's possible. You just got to bring somebody in here that can execute the plans. I think that's the most important thing. It just can't be a new figure. It has to be somebody with a clear, concise plan, and they have to be able to execute it. If you can get someone that can do that, you're going to see a lot of people come into these seats, yeah. fill this building up, so we're not freezing our butts off, sitting in the Northeast platform, <laughs> and we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. You saw with the Celtics. Um, the Celtics were bad at the beginning of the Paul Pierce era. Throughout that time, what did they do? They got him Kevin Garnett. They got him Ray Allen. They had Rondo, and they won him a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, with Wall and Bill, unfortunately, you know, there's been not the been another player to... Been to help them boost to that championship level. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a third star to help them push them to another level. And sadly, that's on a front office part to be able to gather that talent, to be able to get a Paul George-type talent to help come play with Wall and Bill. But that just hasn't been the case, and it wasn't the case when they were younger in the up-and-coming team back in 2014. So, I mean, it's a sad case. But I, I think they might have that player now. I think Thomas Bryant mm-hmm. can really be that third. If he continues to develop, he's going to be a great center mm-hmm. in this league. And that I'm would very give them, hopeful for him. With those two, Beal and Wall and Thomas Bryant holding down the center, you build around that core, you're going to have a good team here. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can find a, a diving in the rough like that, that would be rare because the Wizards aren't usually the team to find second round diving in the roughs and, you know, picking up guys – young guys who turn into very good players. You know, you hear about teams like that with, like, the Spurs or somebody like that. But, you know, I'm really high on Thomas Bryant, too. Like I said, he has his flaws, but he can work on that. It's nothing that's like, oh, that's that's just not fixable. All of, all of his flaws are fixable things, and he seems like a player who's willing, willing to learn. And like I said before, he's energetic. And I hope he continues as he gets older 
Hopefully he sticks around the Wizards, get him back, re-sign him, extend him. And hopefully he continues on the path that he's on right now because that's very a very good path he's on right now. So we'll see in the future. You guys have done such a great job. We've been going at this for a while. We're still in Capital One, in case you were wondering. <laughs> we're going to do one last short segment. And stick around. I know it's going to be worth it. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for tuning in to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm here with Daryl and Diolante. The one last thing that I want to talk about and I want to get perspectives is Bradley Beal. Well, not that he's capable, but do you feel that he has a chance at all NBA? Yeah. Of course he does. He's been balling. After um, the All-Star break, he's been like the only player to average over 30 points and over seven assists. And that's been crucial for this team. I mean, he's been carrying this team without other half of the backcourt. My question is, though, if the Wizards don't make the playoffs, will this greatly affect his chance? It probably will because, as we know, they like to reward players that were on playoff teams. But he's the only active player right now scoring over 20 points a game at 25.8. He's got 5.3 rebounds, which is... Not tops on the team, but close. Got 1.3 assists per game. He has shouldered so much of the scoring load mm. once Wall went out. He's become the focal point of the offense to the mm. point where he was getting a lot of double teams mm. in January. And Coach Brooks was able to play off that, use him as a decoy a little bit to get some other players some scoring opportunities. Not only should Bradley be all NBA, he should be, if something happens with John, and somehow he ends up getting traded, or so, which I, I doubt. That contract he has mm-hmm. is extremely untradeable. I think Bradley could be the number one. He could really be the number one on this team while John works his way back. Mm-hmm. He's shown that he's been a leader. He went to the All-Star game, started recruiting. We'll see if that bears some fruit. So he's put the shoulders of being the face of this franchise mm-hmm. on, and he is carrying it in John Wall's stead and doing a great job at it. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I believe there's one spot to grab that Bradley Bill may be able to get, and that's on the third team. And Mm -hmm. I think it's between him or Kimba Walker because 
I think you got Curry Harden. You got Kyrie and Lillard. Mm-hmm. I think those... I mean, you also got Russ. That's mm-hmm. five. So you got one more. So that's either Kimba or Bill. And that's why I don't think the playoffs greatly affect that because, as you see, the Hornets are Timsey. Mm-hmm. So they may not make the playoffs either. So I don't think the play- the playoffs will have that big of, effect, of an effect on Bill, but he may get snubbed for Kimba. I don't know what they'll decide, but I definitely think he does deserve to be All-NBA, but Kimba has had a great season as well. Well, these you know? two these two teams play on Friday, mm-hmm. so depending on how they perform, it could go a long way to see who is going to get that last spot on the All-NBA team, NBA team in the backcourt between Kemba or Bradley. But even if Bradley doesn't get it, he's had a terrific season, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad that they're, they might not be able to have anything to show for it because it feels yeah. like they're wasting the best part of Bradley Beal's career right now. Mm-hmm. And he says he's... Um, you know, loyal to the Wizards and and all that, and it's feel and it feels good to have players who like John and Brad who say they're loyal to the team and you know want to be here. But it kind of it makes people feel bad that you have a player as young as Brad who's playing as good, and the scene the team seems like it's going in the wrong direction mm-hmm. in the prime of his career, mm-hmm. and you hate to see it. And taking away all the if he does get All NBA. You know, the Supermax and all that contract stuff, taking all that away. I would love to see Brad get All-NBA and have John and Brad have All-NBA awards. Yes. You know, but with that, if he does get All-NBA, um, Supermax does come into play and then contract things come into play. Here and, we go with the money again. Yeah, and then if he doesn't get it, then you still have to think, what well, does he leave after his contract is up? So it's a lot of issues, you know, that work around that. But as a fan and as a fan of Bradley Bill, I really do hope he gets the um, All-NBA third team. But like I said, I think it's a battle and for that last guard spot between him and Kemba. And we'll see who gets it. A lot of moving parts with this. And that could put a little bit of extra flair in the Friday's game as well, which I will be here for. So yeah. I, can't I will to see be it. here too. I'm mm-hmm. excited to witness the battle of the 10th seed and the battle of the 11th seed. It's going to be super intense, and um, everybody knows I will be fully invested into that game. Yes, we don't deserve Bradley Beal, but we sure as hell are glad that he is here. That being said, I'm going to wrap this one up. I want to thank you both for joining me on this kind of double feature podcast. And If you like what you heard, which you better because these guys are great, you should follow Daryl at DKJunior12. That's DKJR12. And you can follow Diolante at Diolante D, D I A L A N T E D. And you can find me at Becca MVP. Thank you for listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, and we will see you soon. Baby, could you? I got too much on my mind right now. I ain't got the time to get you sent I got too much on my mind right now. Tell that hero, Dale, get my baby back.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.